Gentlemen, I'm not quite sure how to go about getting a civilian to wear the suit. Yeah, I'm one jump ahead of you, Lightly. Here you are. Make an appointment for me to see these people at 33 Half Moon Street. Two sides to the shamrock. I received a call from that grand old warrior, Sir Quentin Gray of the War Office, and listened to him on the phone requesting the services of a male monarchy. At first I thought it was a leg pull, but the parade square bark on the other end of the line quickly convinced me of his sincerity. He made an appointment to come over and discuss details, and I thought it better if I softened the blow for Cannon before the eminent general arrived. Uh, Cannon? Well, I, I, I had a rather peculiar request from the War Office... General Sir Quentin Gray. Oh, what's he want, Chief? A volunteer for Vietnam? Well, I think it must be a personal matter. Well, come to think of it, I don't see how it could possibly be a military task. Well, didn't the general say what he wanted? Yes. Well, come on, give. I mean, what are you hedging for, Chief? Well, I'm not quite sure how you'll take this, Cannon. <laughs> well, he, uh, he wishes to engage the services of a male manicure. Uh, come again? A manicure. You know, it's... Well, it's customary these days for men to show off the latest fashions. There's nothing odd about it. I mean, it's done all the time. Some jacks make well, quite a profession out of it. No dice. Now, Cannon, you mustn't be here. Chief, I am not modeling clothes for the general or for anybody else. Well, there's nobody else to do it. Carson's away in Ireland, and the general says that I'm the wrong bill. Well, that's tough, but I'm no clothes horse for the shape of things to come. I have my reputation to think of. What reputation? Well, I mean, you know... Well, well, all I do know is that if we turn down this job, we've certainly ruined the reputation of Assignments Unlimited. Oh, I get it. You're playing on my loyalty, huh? Well, you... You could wear a false moustache. Yeah, and a long black beard with smoky glasses. They'd go great with a bikini bottom. Well, the general said it was a suit. Oh, come on, Cannon, be a good fellow. I don't like insisting, but... Well, the fact is, I sort of... Well, I promised the general that we'd take on the job. Look, why didn't he get a model from one of the agencies? Well, perhaps being an army man, he was embarrassed. He was embarrassed? Oh, look, this must be him now. Yeah, come in. Yeah, Mason? Yes, General. Uh, do come in. Thank you. Uh, is this the man you've chosen for the model? Well, uh, yes. Uh, take a seat. Uh, in a moment, thank you. Now then, what's your name? Cannon. Hit. You bet. Now, look, before you quiet, go... Quiet, quiet. I'll do the talking. Is this man trustworthy, Mason? Completely, General. Secrecy is important in this display. I shall require you to sign a document to that effect. Oh, sure, certainly. All right, Cannon. Take off your shirt. Hey, now, wait a You're minute. You'll be sort of young man if you cause me to be truculent. Have you served any time in the army? Well, sure I have, but... You've apparently not... forgotten how to obey orders. I know you're a civilian now, and this is a job for a civilian, but you'll kindly try and remember a little discipline... Now then, take that shirt off. Yes, uh, sir. Hmm. Yes, good specimen, Mason. Strong chest, sturdy loins. Right, he'll do. Right, put your shirt back on. Right, I'll take that seat now. Tea, General? No, oh, wouldn't say no to a dish if there's some going spare. Oh, oh fine. Miss Fairweather, send in a pot of tea, will you? No. No, it's not for Mr. Cannon, and we shall not require daisy cakes. 
Now, please get a move on. Now, sir, if we can have the details. Yes, of course. The display will be at 1,400 hours tomorrow at Woolwich. Your man will report to the barracks at 1,300 hours to, uh, well, familiarize himself with the suit. I have a pass for him in my briefcase. It just requires the name to be added. Now, he's to talk to no one and report straight to me. I'll inform the guard commander to that effect. I shall require details of his next of kin, if any, and uh, he must undergo a medical. If he's been in the army, he probably remembers his blood group. Do you? Yes. Yes, sir. Yes. In case of accident, his dependents, if any, will receive the normal army pension of a full corporal. He will, in fact, sign army papers with the recruiting officer. These papers to be destroyed if the display is a success. It's a formality, you understand, to save travel afterwards. That's clear, Mason? Well, yes, General, but... Well, what's cannon to display? The suit. I thought I made that clear. Well, it seems to me that you're going to a lot of trouble over the modeling of a bit of natty gent suiting. Yes, well, I should have mentioned that this is a new invention so far untried. With a live model, that is, of course. It's a bulletproof suit. Bulletproof? For your sake, Cannon, I hope so. You'll be subjected to point-blank machine gun fire and bombarded with electrons. If all goes well, you'll be back here at 1,700 hours. Yes, well, I think that's all. Goodbye, Mr. Mason. Good luck, Mr. Cannon. The general didn't even wait for tea, well, which was probably just as well, since Cannon sent it straight back again and ordered whiskey. I couldn't help thinking that Cannon's was a, a shattering introduction to the world of modern fashion, but he seemed unperturbed. The following day, at one o'clock sharp, he reported to the general. Uh... Corporal Cannon reporting for duty, sir. Uh, stand easy, Cannon. Have you signed a necessary document? No, sir. Oh, why not? Well, I have no next of kin and no dependents. My blood group is O and the medical officer isn't in the surgery. Yeah. We appear to have picked the perfect man for the job. If there is an accident, we uh, we can inform Mason, I take it. Yes, that will be in order, sir. Necessary to have someone you know, uh, burial arrangements and so on? Yes. Well, here's the suit, Cannon. Try it on. Oh, thank you. Say, this looks like the underskin of a spacesuit. We're not here to ask questions, merely to act as a guinea pig. Uh, it's been tested under every conceivable artificial condition. This is the final test. I, uh, I guess this will sound like a silly question, General, but uh, were the artificial tests successful? You don't think we'd put you in it if they weren't, do you? Well, I uh, must confess I have my doubts. Okay, here I go. Yeah. <laughs> All right. Right. Now, let me see you walk in it. How does it feel, well? It feels heavy. Weighs a man down. A soldier wouldn't run far with this on his back. Where this is going, weight doesn't matter. All right. We'll go to the firing yard now. It's normally used by the ordnance people to test repaired weapons. This afternoon, the first test will be several bursts of machine gun fire aimed at your chest. An artificer will be in charge. Well, I, uh, I sure hope this guy's a good shot, because uh, my head feels like William Tell's apple. Oh, he can hardly miss. He'll fire point-blank range, and you need have no fear of ricochets. The suit is designed to take up the force of a bullet like a sponge. All right, follow me. Right, Cannon, just stand over there. No, 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 away from the wall. Okay. The impact of the shots might knock you off your feet. You don't want to bang your head on the wall. The last thing we want is an accident. Light left. Sir? 
Right. Uh, take over the gun, Lightly. On my command, you'll fire one burst at Cannon's chest. Yes, sir. Right. Ready, Cannon? Uh, yes, sir. Ready, Lightly? Ready, sir. Aim! Fire! I killed him, sir. No, no, you haven't. Just knocked him off his feet and knocked the breath out of him. Uh, you all right, Cannon? Yeah, I... I guess so, General. Boy, that thing's got to kick like a mule. Yes, well, uh, get the suit off and we'll have a check on you. Well, what do you know? This, uh, this suit really works. Against machine gun fire, yes. The important test is the electrons. We're not quite sure what effect they have on the human body. Yes, there's a danger of contamination even with this suit. Of course, if the test is successful, we'll have a major breakthrough. And uh, if it isn't successful? No, I wouldn't worry about that, Cannon. You won't know anything about it. A dish of char, the general's terminology for a cup of tea, and Cannon redonned the suit and was once again successfully tested. Bruised but happy, he returned to the office at five o'clock, the whole operation having been conducted like an army maneuver, which, in fact, I suppose it was. Cannon had hardly sat down when the phone rang on the direct line. Assignments unlimited. Mason? Oh, yes, General. I'm sending over some travel warrants for your man, Cannon. Did you say travel warrants? Yes. With a place in the north of Ireland. Now, look, I want Cannon to go there for a week to rest up. He'll be on full pay. When he returns, we want him to undergo certain medical tests. See if he leaves in the morning, will you? Certainly, General. Right. Good fellow, that. We might call on him again. Goodbye. Goodbye. Um, General Gray? Yes. The old chap's pretty pleased with you. In fact, he's sending you on a week's leave to Ireland. Leave? Hey, what is this? Am I becoming a, a professional guinea pig? No. No, they want you to rest up for a week and then take medical tests. Oh. Well, I should have been an astronaut. Why an astronaut? Well, that thing I tested wasn't a bulletproof vest. It was a sort of a... sort of a spacesuit. Look, Cannon, you should keep that information to yourself. Oh, I will outside this office. I, uh... I just wanted you to know what gives in case you have to take over where I leave off. This is high science, Chief, and uh, you ought to tell that crazy general that the firm might be assignments unlimited, but the operators are certainly not unlimited. Are you getting cold feet? Oh, now, who ever heard of cold feet in a spacesuit? Oh, now, who can that be? Oh, it's probably the travel warrants. Well, that's quick. I'll get it to you. Is this assignments unlimited? That's right. I have some travel documents from General Quentin Gray. Oh, come on in. Uh, just for a moment. There's been a slight change in plan. The General asks if you can leave tonight. Right away, in fact. There's a plane leaving for Ireland in an hour. He'd like you to be on it. Well, why the hurry, miss? Oh, security, I suppose. I have a staff car outside. And uh, why Ireland? Well, the General said they have a place in the north of Ireland. Can you make it, Cannon? Well, don't I get a chance to pick up my toothbrush? The Army provides everything, Mr. Cannon. Okay. And I thought army life was a bore. Well, let's go. Uh, so long, Chief. I'll send you a shamrock. Look after yourself, Cannon. You know, you're supposed to be resting. Uh, are you coming, baby? Yes, I am. You see what I mean, Chief? There's no rest for the wicked. Oh, oh what a day. Hmm. Space suit. Oh, no wonder Sir Quentin was so adamant about signing that security document. Oh, no, not again. What is it this time? Assignments unlimited. Well, we're closed for the night. I understand that, sir. 
I'm Lieutenant Lightly, Ordnance Officer to uh, General Gray. Oh, well, that's different. Uh, come in, Lieutenant. Thank you. Sorry to worry you at this time, sir, but I believe the General rang up about Cannon going off to Ireland. Yes, he did. I've got his travel warrants here, sir, for tomorrow. Travel warrants? Well, there's been a change in plan, Lieutenant. The journey was switched to uh, tonight. There must be some mistake, sir. These documents I have here are the only ones that have been issued. I know that because I'm in charge of them. Well, then who is the girl from your department? Uh, girl, sir? There are no girls on the general staff. Leaving a startled Lieutenant Lightly standing papers in hand by my desk, I, I rushed into the street after Cannon. But I was too late. There was no sign of either him or the young Irish girl. They both disappeared into thin air. soon, Mr. Cannon. Oh, I haven't asked you. Have you been to Ireland before? Yeah, I most certainly have. The uh, Dublin scenery is wonderful. Most people prefer the countryside. Yeah, but there are more girls in Dublin. Oh, really, Mr. Cannon. How do you feel after your ordeal? Any side effects? No, not a thing. I, uh, I feel just great. They're a rough mob in Quentin Gray's department. What did they do to you? No, it's, uh, it's top secret. Not to me. You forget I work for the department. Well, then you should know better than to ask me questions about it. Well, well, quite the dedicated soldier, Mr. Cannon. Mary, my sweet Colleen, I am not a soldier. And if I was, I wouldn't volunteer to act as a guinea pig for General Gray. Now, let's uh, let's talk about you some more. I mean, uh, military matters are for military men. I've been entrusted with the task of looking after you. If you don't talk about yourself, how am I to know whether you're fit or not? <laughs> yeah, well... Uh... I, uh, I suppose we can get a dinner in this town we're going to. We aren't going to a town, Mr. Cannon. Oh, a holiday resort, then? A country house, nice and secluded. Just you and me, huh? Well, there will be other people. You're a VIP, and you're also a security risk. Oh, we're, go we're going down. Tell me, um, how come we go to Southern Ireland? And what's wrong with Southern Ireland? Well, technically, it's a foreign country. They don't usually send hot numbers like me onto foreign soil. The ways of intelligence are sometimes rather strange, Mr. Cannon. Pass me a seat, Barry. Okay, done. This is it. Out you get. Oh, you said secluded. This joint's like a cemetery. You'll have fun. <laughs> you must have a special date. Didn't even take time to say goodbye. Perhaps he prefers Dublin, too. There's the car over there. It's not far to go. Say, uh, what's the name of this place, Mary? Does it matter? Well, you whip me away in the late afternoon, fly me to Ireland in the pitch dark, land me in a field, dump me in a car, and drive off into the depths of the forest. And just so as you can watch me to see if I get sick. How security conscious can you get? See those big gates up in front? That's our destination. Well, we could have, uh, we could have walked. I hate exercise. Well, what do you know? Is, uh, is that gate controlled electronically? Yes, that's the real reason we took the car. There's a device on the bonnet that marries to another on the gate. Without that, there's no way of getting in or out of these grounds. Like a calaboose. 
You, uh, you didn't tell me the name of this place, but now I know. That sounded like the Hound of the Baskervilles. Guard dogs. They run loose in the grounds. Woe betide anyone who tries to get in here. Or tries to get out. Are you nervous, Mr. Cannon? No, no, no. It's, uh, it's just the hairs on the back of my neck. They're, uh, they're waving around like a radar antenna. Hey, this is some shack. All it needs is a rampart and it'll be an Irish castle. Clever of you. It was an Irish castle once. It was the most somber holiday resort I ever saw. How come there are no lights? Rest and relaxation. You'll find out. At eight o'clock at night? Oh, more electronic bugs? In you go. You know, I feel like uh, stretching my legs after that plane, Jenny. I'll just take a turn around the grounds before we you, go. You can't, I'm afraid. I can't. The dogs, remember? Listen. Oh, canine conversation. But uh, if you go with me, I'll be okay. My orders are to deliver you here safe and sound. Once I've done that, we'll talk about a walk around the grounds. I'll hold you to that. Well, here we go. Uh, say, do you mind if I strike a match? I mean, uh, I get depressed in the dark. No need. There. Come in, Mr. Cannon. Welcome to our humble abode. Oh, and, uh, who are you? You may go, McCulloch. Yes, comrade. Comrade? Hey, what's cooking, Buster? Come over here and make yourself comfortable. Would you care for a cigarette? No, I use my own brand. Comrade. As you wish. Now, I imagine you are interested to know what fate has befallen you. Well, that's no maybe. Uh, you were coming? I have my function and my place in the pattern of things. And I've been kidnapped, is that it? In a nutshell, as you would say. Why? I'll explain. You conducted certain tests today for General Quentin Gray. We were unable to ascertain what those tests were in Woolwich. But we have a contact in the movement's office. In this way, we were able to discover the fact that you are to be sent to Ireland for rest and observation. It was a simple matter to get to your office ahead of the general's aide-de-camp. Of course, your destination was Northern Ireland. You are in the south, neutral territory. Oh, I get it. I tell you all I know about these tests, and you let me go home to Mama. No telling you... Uh... You give me the captured spy routine. Almost right. You will tell us everything about those tests, but you will not go home afterwards. That would be dangerous for us. When you have told us what we wish to know, you will be shot. Oh, well, uh, in that case, you can go jump in the lake, mister. I seek not, Mr. Karen. Rather than undergo the little test I have prepared for you, I think you will talk. If you are stubborn, then I am sure that eventually you will welcome a quick, clean bullet. Comrade, you know, you're a rat. Extraordinary. You must have second sight. Come with me. I have something to show you. Drop dead. Okay, go ahead and shoot. That's how I wind up anyway. I would not shoot to kill, Mr. Cannon. Just a bullet in the knee, and then I drag you with me. <laughs> you, uh, you think of everything, don't you? It's important that I do. Come, there's a panel in this wall that opens onto the cellars. Down here, Mr. Cannon. You go first. Take 
hands off me. I put jailers. They are very strong. It's useless resisting. If I could just get my hands around your throat for two minutes. It is frustrating, isn't it? Tie him to the table. No, no. You see, the table is equipped with steel bands to hold you down. You are quite helpless, and you won't be able to lift a finger. There are two further pieces of equipment. First, this metal mixing bowl. Secondly, this cage, which contains a little pet. A rat? You brought your mother, comrade. You will be sorry for that, Mr. Cannon. However... You notice that my pet is fat and well-fed. He's really quite tame. I'll take him out of his cage. There. Now I shall place him on your stomach, and so that he can't escape, I invert the mixing bowl over him. So. You see, there are other straps on the table. They go over the inverted bowl and hold it firmly down. Can you feel him running around on your stomach, Mr. Cannon? You swine. It tickles, doesn't it? My fat little pet is frightened, but not as frightened as you, Mr. Cannon. Soon it will feel the pangs of hunger and must escape from its prison. It cannot know its way out through the steel bowl, so it will take the least line of resistance and eat its way out through you. Goodbye, Mr. Cannon. I tried desperately to divert his thoughts, but to no avail, as he sweated under the horror of those tiny feet padding round and round under the bowl. The sharp little claws had worn a hole in his shirt, and he gritted his teeth, waiting for the moment when the rat might panic and bury its fangs into his flesh. And then, suddenly... I know how to work the traps, General. I'll have him free in a minute. Good girl. Is he all right? Yes, thank heaven. <gasps> Not a mark on him. Well done, Cannon. Look, if this is your idea of a joke, General, so help me, I'll wipe you and your army out single-handed. No joke, Cannon. But we've work to do upstairs. I'll leave McGulloch to give you the details. Oh, I'm most dreadfully sorry, Mr. Cannon. I work for General Gray in counterintelligence. The enemy thought I was working for them. We had to find out where they had their base... And you, I'm afraid, were the bait we set in the trap. Bait and trap? An unfortunate choice of words, Miss McCullough. The plane that brought us was tracked all the way here. The general was never far away. It's a full bag. We've caught the lot. The whole cell. Uh, cell is another word I never want to hear again. Oh, I wish there was some way we could make it up to you. Well, uh, come to think of it, there is. What can I do, then? Come here and I'll show you. <laughs> Cannon continued his holiday in Ireland. I felt he deserved it. I've no idea what he did, but General Gray seemed rather annoyed. It seems Miss Mary McCulloch had gone absent without leave. Chapter 2 